And now, on with the show. Ten centuries it has waited to be awakened, to be worshipped again like a god, to fill the skies, to cast its shadow over the earth, to release its fury. Today in New York City, the winged serpent rises. The winged serpent rules. The winged serpent. David Carradine. This thing has been prayed back into existence. Michael Moriarty. It was big and there was something in it that looked like an egg. But it couldn't have been an egg. I mean, there aren't any eggs. <laughs> no egg that big. Richard Roundtree. What I want to know is... How the hell is this tying with the murders and the mutilations? Candy Clark. What are you going to do if someone dies tomorrow, or the next day, or the next day? Well, I'm not going to think about it, you know? It won't be my fault. It'll be theirs if they don't give me what I want. Money. One million dollars in cash tax-free. They are searching. Looking good! Discovering. <laughs> Believing. And preparing for the battle of a thousand years. Boat tracer ammunition. Want to see the trajectory? Get those guns in the basket. Okay, everybody hold their positions. Everybody stay right where you are, all right? Don't move. the fantastic flying forces of a lost age. You like saying a prayer? And man against the winged serpent. Today in New York City, the winged serpent rules. The legend has come alive. Welcome to Movie Podcast. That's right, Movie the Podcast, home of Big Dick Energy. <laughs> now that's a thing in the cultural zeitgeist. Uh, Just big old swangers right around here in the basement. We only got, there's only, there's possibly one Big Dick down here, and the rest of us are Possibly. Small, small the funny boys. thing about Big Dick Energy is you don't actually have to have a big dick to wield it. Ah. It's more of a so state of mind. I see, I see. Right. So actually, and, and, uh, probably you wouldn't have a big dick if you're going to boast about how big your Correct. dick is. Correct, but if you yeah. did, you would still have Big Dick Energy. I don't have any energy. No, it's fine. At all? It's charisma. Charisma. <laughs> certainly don't have charisma. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, anytime I make an RPG, I put all my points in charisma. <laughs> TK, young, dumb, and full of cum. <laughs> I'm going to take a pee. He's good for <laughs> a joke that makes sense to no one but us. Yeah, that's, all, that's all that matters. That's the only people who listen. That's true. Uh, I, don't, I don't even know. TJ is the only listener of our show. I don't even listen anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that's not true. I listen. I do listen. You have to, though. Yeah. I don't have to. Do all those heavy edits. <laughs> yeah. I have to do heavy edits of the heavy boys. <laughs> It's like some it. thick boys. Are we done? Yeah. Nope. We're not done until Sylvester's delaying you. <laughs> we got a party till Sylvester's delaying you. Jesus Christ. Love that. I can't wait for Sylvester's delaying you. This, this isn't going to open a new world of just awful names. It's like, it's David Lynch 
February now. Oh, like, I don't even think that's <laughs> better than Sylvester. Sylvester still lands you there. <laughs> Uh, it's hey, Martin Landau October. Yeah. <laughs> 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 what, did we, what did we watch this week, Alex? Oh, uh, we watched Q, the Winged Serpent, to round out uh, Kai June. Yes. 1982's Q. Shockingly made in 1982. You could have told me this movie was made in 1971. Starring Shaft and Kung Fu and... Brought yeah. to you by Larry Cohen. Yeah, the purveyor of fucking Maniac Cop. This movie is a jam. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're going to have some differing opinions on that. Mixed feelings. Yeah. <laughs> Brace um, yourself. That's, that's the name of my next podcast. Mixed feelings. <laughs> <laughs> I've listened to that. Uh, Alright, what'd you all watch this week? I'm going to get a beer. You keep talking. Alright. Alec. 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 I watch two things. Two things? I, hey, by the way, I do that shit at work now. <laughs> yeah. Somebody today called on the phone just a customer to place a service call. This is, like, you have to understand the like the point of, like, almost, I guess delirium would be the word yeah. I would use by the time it gets to be about one thirty when I'm just about to fall asleep at my desk. <laughs> so the customer goes... So actually, I have two things to call in, and I swear to God, like, I, like it was like, like somebody hit uh, a foot, my my knee with a hammer. I go two things, <laughs> and it's this other person on the end of the phone thinks I'm absolutely out of my mind. <laughs> Or just that you love your job. Two things? I swear, like, just like that. Like, you, I fire off not with that attitude at work constantly. Yeah, but that's like a thing. Like, no one says two things. Like, that, like that, that's specifically to us. Not with that attitude is, like, an acceptable, I can't hear like, boys. Dude, so here's the worst thing about boys. Like, I fucking, I hear, like, the worst stories. Like, boys is, like, I don't know what it is. When that word is always brought up, I'd say, not always, but I would say the majority of the time you hear a news story about boys. It's always, like, it's always, like, the worst. It's always, like, molestation or shits, but I'm sitting there going, oh, no, it looks like all these boys are in danger. I'm like, oh, what am I doing? Oh, I'm so awful. Alec, what'd you watch? Uh, anybody need any? I'm good. Um, I watched a Transformers movie and oh, a Jurassic Park movie. Oh, God. <laughs> Yikes. Transformers first. Transformers The Last Night. Oh. Which one is fucking the most recent that? One. The one from last year. Oh, God. How many hours was it? Two hours and 34 minutes. Holy oh. lord. So it was the shortest one. If you would have told me that that movie was a day long, I would have believed you. <laughs> That movie is impossibly long. That movie's like got the Mark same Wahlberg? length. Yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> oh, what was that actually? Yeah, I don't know what that was. He's still in Vanna? Yeah. Good. He's good. They didn't good reboot with, him. He's good with the robots. Um. Oh wow, those are some big fucking robots walking around here. <laughs> None of us can do a Wahlberg. No, it's out of your robot mother for me. Um. It, this movie's like the same length as Infinity War. Why does every Transformers movie like posit that Transformers came in a different era of Earth's history? It's like the first one they get there in present day, and then they're in the next one they're in like Egypt times, and then the one after that they're in like dinosaur times. This one they came in like Merlin times. Yeah, like uh, not not Shakespearean, uh, Arthurian. Yeah, England. Um, this movie's fucking long as shit. Like, it makes no takes sense. place in real time. Just like all the Transformers movies, it makes no fucking sense. Is it about? It's just, is it about some object that they need to get? Yeah, that's what a, they're all a about. Scepter. Nope. Was there a pile of robots that fucked on top of it to make it like a vault? Mm, what? He's no. talking about the second. That was the again. second one. Yeah. I don't. I don't remember the second one. That's the worst one. Is the second one where they all hump on top of that all spark? See, the thing is, like, yep. like you asked me about sure. details of Transformers movies. They're like Resident Evil movies. Like, you asked me which Resident Evil movies this. I don't know. They're, like, all the same. You know? Um, oh, what was this one? It's on Amazon. Oh. How right. dark and loud. No. Frizos oh. reveal those? I, I wanted to watch it, like, two weeks ago because I was like, it, for some reason, I was like, oh, I should watch that because I haven't watched it yet and I know it's going to be terrible, but it was only available to buy. Are you accidentally paying for stars too? Nope. But then I, it, it popped up in my thing, I guess because I looked at it, it popped up yesterday. It's like, hey, and dummy. Now, and now you can just watch it. You don't have to buy it or rent it or anything. 
So he just converted it to Frizos for Bezos. Was there any part of it that was fun? I mean, Mark Wahlberg's character is not bad, but like some of the stuff with Bumblebee is okay. Yeah. But overall, it's just like can he talk yet? No, he, that, yeah, isn't that he the, that's the arc in this movie. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah he talked. Oh, he gets his voice. It's like the King's speech for Bumblebee. Yeah, but sure. he gets his voice back in the first one. I thought he didn't. No, he does. And then the second one, he's one. Well, I guess the radio thing was funnier, so they no. just went back to it. I don't remember. I figured they, they, the first they, yeah, because the first one is like, end. I want to stay with the boy, boy. I thought I gotta stay with that boy. I figured that wiki boy. They gave him a voice because so he can talk in the John Cena. So apparently, there's two Bumblebee movies in production. That one and R. Rated Bumblebee movie. Ooh. Sign me up. I what kind of trade? In the fuck, an R-rated Bumblebee movie? Sign me up for huh? either one. Which one is the Cena one? The not Cena R-rated one's one. coming out in like December, I think. Cena the bad guy. He's the heavy. Yeah. Hmm. Or at least that's what they're. Is he a Robert? No. They're... No. Hmm. He's John Cena. I haven't seen. He doesn't the... need to be a Robert. I haven't <laughs> seen the trailer. Is there he trailer? is the elephant in those pistachio commercials, though. Is there, ah! is there a trailer for that? Yet? I saw, yeah, I saw some uh, trailer. It's, uh, the girl who's in it looks kind of like Mary Elizabeth Winstead, but younger. Ooh, no, Look it up. Training for um, younger models. So yeah, this, this, this movie just sucks, though. <laughs> Two yeah. hours, 34 minutes. Michael Bay, yeah. Michael Bay loves a long-ass movie. But it's got, it's got, like, there's so many random scenes of just Transformers, like... <laughs> Just like talking to each other for no reason, just like <laughs> like conversations. It's like, what are you doing? How racist is it? <coughs> um, I don't. This one wasn't. Oh. They bring back the nothing could be as good. Is that a Mexican one? Is that a Mexican one? They so. played soccer. They had like a covered in stickers. They had like a damn. Uh, <laughs> That, that one that was like an Asian one was yeah. real bad. The two, I, that, the was, two, that was the second one. No, the, the second one, one of the two, the no, two the fourth. African-American fellas. This was the fourth. No. This, this is the fifth. fifth. Jesus Christ. How many low sweeper shit got real shots lost off China? A lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're, they're, so they're trying to bring Cybertron to Earth. Why not? To like no. so it's mess a, up the tides. It's fucking uh, Man of Steel. Oh, they're trying to bring the like whole, literally the whole planet. Oh, it's like the Kristen Dunst movie. What the fuck? They're bringing Cybertron to Earth, and Earth is Unicron. Oh, cool. How long has that been the case? Forever, ever. Oh, my gosh. Wait. <laughs> oh, my God. They should have gotten Orson Welles. Like, they should have done, like, a hologram. They should have Maurice LaMarche to do the voice of right. Earth. But, like, there's, there's all these scenes at the end, like, the big final battle, and you have no fucking idea what's going on. <laughs> like, the cameras are all panning around. There's just, like, blown-up robot bits everywhere. You don't know who's dead. Like all the robots, like it's hard to tell them apart once they start fighting because they they just they they, they like close it. in on them. You can't see any like color differences or anything <laughs> like that. It's just <laughs> they're all like gray. Right? It's, it's like loud junk. It's I still think terrible. my I, I I'm really in love with my my adapt my my joke about how they look like a pile of angry forks. <laughs> That's all they look. That design is so bad. Like all of them just look terrible. Didn't uh, Optimus turn evil in that? I remember the trailer yeah. now. He did. He's pessimist part was. Uh, some evil lady, of course. Evil lady, <laughs> uh, transformer turned him evil. <laughs> oh shit! Um, Did he get, turn good by the end? Yeah, Bumblebee turned him good because he heard his voice for oh, the first time. Because he spent all the time studying the blade <laughs> um, <laughs> and the blockchain. John Goodman is a transformer. I think he's been in a couple of them. And he's okay as a Transformer. Ken Watanabe is in it. Oh, shit. As a Transformer. He's been one. Feared with energy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, one of my favorite. Would, would you recommend favorite, the film? No. No. <laughs> one of my favorite personal parts. So the w- wikis were the family from the first, and that was Shia LaBeouf. Oh, yeah. I, we remember yeah. that. So in this That's one. That's the one where his parents got high and watched <clears> dog book. Yep. So in this one, don't remember that. The uh, his family traces their lineage all the way back to like Arthur, and their old name is the Witwickens. Oh boy, <laughs> and they're like witches. Oh, are you, real are fucking, you kidding me? Nope. <laughs> what the? F- well, didn't this one his great grandfather like, like an Arctic explorer who got his brains blasted through his glasses to make that star map? Yeah, by uh, he wasn't a Megatron. Well, you don't know if he was a witch or not at this point. All science is I witchcraft. Stay woke. Use what your people call science. We call it magic. Oh no, that's that line is in this movie. <laughs> is it really? Yeah, that that line is pretty much in this movie. Uh, Mark Wahlberg's like all all magic, all science to an all advanced enough science looks like magic to normal people. 
Like, that's from Thor 1. Science is magic for normies. Oh, um, yeah, this movie's bad. Don't Can't watch bring it. you anything else. I'm glad I watched it just to watch it once, but it's bad. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I, I wouldn't recommend it for anybody else. It seems too long to be, like, a fun, just, like, watch this while you're drunk movie. Like, they could knock out, like, an hour, and it's still an hour and a half long. <laughs> Yikes. That's, like... <laughs> that, that really is. That's like when you put it that like way. You can take like, out Jesus. an hour as long as the movie we watched they can tonight. Take out a whole movie and still have another movie in it. <laughs> yeah. Should have made a two part yanger. Did you have the same thing? Red Letter Media did a, a bit where they watched the first three Transformers movies at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, what was weird is that they're all kind of cut the they're same way. Made, right? no, and, like, yeah, there were scenes that, like, matched up and they were like, holy oh, shit. Like, that's just such a weird idea to even try. Well, it's like a very formulaic. Yeah. Like just watching this, I was like, "Oh, this is the part where this is going to happen, and yeah. then this is going to happen next." Because Michael Bay has one movie that he makes. Um, you know what? Uh, this is weird. Michael Bay trivia. Do you remember that song? When I think about you, I touch myself. The uh-huh. Divinals. Yeah. Did he direct the video? He directed. That's his first job. Hmm. He directed that video. All those explosions. There's none. Well, but players. he did make that that the romance, romance pretty, explosion. Pretty sexy. In that he's good at making chicks sexy. Bloosh. He's done all of that. Anything uh, else, though? Yeah. Me and Goggs watched the film, a film. We watched a film. Ooh. What else did you watch, Goggs? Do you want to just I watched table this <clears throat> until you get you to want, yours? I can talk about my my singular film, and then we can tag team the Jurassic Banger. All right. Yeah. Go ahead. So I watched The Raid 2. Wow, that's an excellent film. That movie... 2014, The Raids 2, the Raid it, 2 is... Yeah, yeah, I think you have my... Blu-ray. I also have a Blu-ray of it <laughs> But it is... Com- I think it's wildly different than the original Raid. I agree with that. It goes from... I was telling Sean, it goes from being a Judge Dredd video game up the tower beat-em-up to a Infernal Affairs Donnie Brasco kick-em-up. A little bit of uh, Elite Squad. In yeah. And then, well, Elite Squad 2. Like, it's a cop drama with, like... With, like tension mm-hmm. and a plot and there's like a lot more talking and a little, like, I mean, but the kicking bits are wonderful I was going to say the action sequence are still really good now that movie's pretty long it's 2 hours and 20 minutes yeah it's pretty damn long and it's excellent yeah I really liked it like the movie opens the movie from Jump Street you're with it like the movie opens with like like a scary assassination and then from that point on you're just <clears throat> go like it's there's a hammer fight and like, yeah it is it's tense um they shoot him with a ghost gun <laughs> the movie's got the, the movie is like really well shot there's a fight scene between I'm gonna fuck his name up I apologize Iko Iko I don't U.S. I honestly U-A's, don't know any of their names well the guy from the raid who's the, the only guy the guy that makes it through the first one the, the rookie lead, from the first the one the lead guy who's <clears throat> there's a scene with him and one of the heavies in this movie that is a one-on-one fight in a kitchen with claw knives that lasts yeah, it's maybe almost, six minutes. It's It rivals what I think is the best fight in the first movie, that end fight, yeah. which I think is, like, fucking amazing. And it's like this brutal chess game fight, and it is, it's kind of, like, weird and quiet, and it just sticks with it, and when it's all said and done, it's like, it's, it's <coughs> bloody, it's, it's like, it's artistry, it's really, really cool. Yeah, no, I agree. It, just like the first movie, I mean, that guy, the guy that directed those two movies, is like, has... Gareth. Gareth Edwards. Edwards. Edwards is the bad one, I think. Oh, I always Edwards. get them mixed up between... Edwards is the one that did Rogue One, right? Um, yes. Kind of. Oh, right. Right. Kind of. God, you, but he did Monsters. Godzilla yes. and Monsters. Yeah. yeah. All those good true. movies. And Evan... Or Gar- Gareth... Evans this guy is, is the raid guy, yeah. but like he's pretty fantastic, and I'm kind of surprised that he hasn't done anything. All because they will let him kill stuntmen in real movies. Yeah, yeah. people he's, must have he's died. In, like he's uh, he was raised in like somewhere. Like I, I was shocked when I found out he wasn't like Filipino. No, he's not like, Indonesian, South African, or something. Yeah, that's it. South Africa. Oh, so he got a stupid accent. That's good. But, um. He's fantastic. Honestly, like I think he's like one of the best like martial arts directors possibly ever. Like I know that's high praise, but like I think his stuff holds up to like all the classics. Well, there this movie is you see everything. The fights are incredibly well choreographed. The actually he's supposed good. to make that Deathstroke movie that they canned. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Well, oops, sorry. Oh well, there is. I'd a, like to get him something like a good project. 
Like, put him on, like, a John Wick. I'd like to see what yeah, he would do. This felt like a John Wick. Yeah. There's a scene where a woman assassin whose thematic weapons of choice are two claw hammers works her way through an entire subway car of dudes, yeah. and it is fucking that is, uh, brutal. He says in that interview that was his ode to old boy. That's what it felt. It yeah. was fucking... And there's another, there's another assassin who's got, like, a Baseball Furies kind of vibe to him. <laughs> like... The movie is fucking great. I think you can still get the two pack on Amazon for like thirty bucks. Too. It's worth it. I think I think I paid like nine. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. it's. I got one. I know. I, I got think one. I got the digital for like eight or something. Yeah, it's like, very very good. Oh, how did you watch it? By the way, I, I bought it on you Amazon. Bought it, yeah. I bought it on Amazon. I think we were sitting here getting ready to do a show, or we were gonna watch a movie. Yeah. And I bought it because it was like eight bucks. Yeah. But then we realized it was two hours and thirty minutes long. Yeah, like, well, I'll just table yeah, it. And I just sat down and watched it over the weekend. It's a temporal, but it's, yeah. it's excellent. It is. It is. It, it might be one of my retroactively one of my favorite movies of twenty fourteen. I think it's probably better than the first one too. It, they're different. They're yeah, very. The first one. They're very different movies, though. Yeah, I agree. The Raid Two and the Raid Redemption set, Blu-ray, Amazon Prime, thirteen dollars. And forty nine cents. Yeah, that's the best fucking. Buy this. You can buy the Raid Two Blu Ray for nineteen dollars. Weird. Yeah. So you just want that Raid Two box, right? <laughs> Do yourself a favor. Buy the Raid Collection. It is tremendous. So, Alec Dogs, tell me about Jurassic World Paradise Lost. What the fuck? <laughs> oh, the Fallen Fallen Kingdom. Fallen Kingdom. I knew it. Was Ooh, it's bad. Ooh, is it yeah, bad? Yeah, it's pretty bad. I, you know what? I kept hearing it was really bad. I, I thought you two would at least be like, yeah, it's fun. Are, I wanted to watch it. I wanted to watch the one part of No, us. you guys both liked the first movie. You did. Yeah. And yeah. that movie sucks. It's no, not this movie great. Sucks. This movie sucks. <laughs> this movie's so bad. This movie's so bad that I wrote anopsis in the middle of the movie on my phone. Do you want to... I can, I can run it down. This movie is so terrible... That every time I looked over at Alec, I could just see outlined in the film, like at the screen, just his arms up in the air, going, "It's like, it's like when we all saw Batman versus Superman, and every five seconds of dialogue, I just looked over at Sean, and he was already looking at me, like, what the fuck is this? Alec is audibly sitting next to me, going, "What? Huh? Like, so." I know a subplot of the movie is they want to weaponize dinosaurs again. Stop this concept of weaponizing Unless dinosaurs. Unless they're going to do crazy shit like the dinosaurs are flying planes. Well, that'd be cool. Yeah, put a raptor in your raptor. So here's all the things I wrote down. This movie is all opening panels and people being here for some reason. I wish we had saw Superfly instead. Resident Evil laser-guided dino dudes. This movie needed to hire a how and why consultant. <laughs> I wish the little clone girl was also laser guided. Dude's gonna get pegged with that Indomino Rex dildong, and hope this sets up for a Dino Riders movie. This movie is Dino Riders terrible. You said somebody's got a brontosaurus in their house. Yeah, they have a brontosaurus mansion where they're having where that weird Nazi robot from Captain America is holding an auction to sell dinosaurs to the Russians. Oh, you're talking about Toby Jones. Yes. yes. <laughs> so it's like, what Nazi robot? <laughs> so you were talking about Armand Zoller, yeah. who was Toby Jones. Noted character actor Toby Jones. <gasps> they got a whole brontosaurus in their house. A whole brontosaurus. So like, it almost gets gassed at that. And I know this from the trailer. and well, there's a I, lot of dinosaurs. But I also know this from a, a bunch of angry YouTube rants that I listen to. One of the, the, like, I guess the main B-plot is that they're capturing the dinosaurs that sell in the black market. Right. Yes. But that island is, like, unprotected, so why didn't just a thousand people just so, steal all the fucking here dinosaurs? we go. Movie opens. Oh, no. <laughs> Movie opens with a submarine and two bros going through a big-ass oh. seawall to get an Indominus bone. What? I'm going to say the movie opening, I did not mind. Okay. And I was like, oh, okay, this is neat. So the other, so so like, so basically raiders like poachers are stealing an Indominus Rex bone so they can make the the invisible super dinosaur from the first movie over again. Well, that dinosaur turned out to be very invincible. Yes. Yeah. That dinosaur got that, guy, that dinosaur got beat by a regular ass T Rex. I didn't say no, no, it wasn't invincible. It was invisible. Oh shit! Right. 
So yeah, yeah, yeah the like, the the dinosaur was invisible. Camouflage himself. Yeah, because it had camouflage. Because yeah. it had fucking chameleon DNA. Chameleons can go predator now. You know what helps chameleons not be spotted? The fact they're not thirty stories tall. Right. So now you find out that Hammond from the original. It's just sitting there like it's like the top half of it's the sky. <laughs> Yo, did the sky just blink? Sky's eating bugs. <laughs> so shit, did the sky just eat a sixty foot tall fly? Shit. So you find out one of the major plot points is the plane just crashed into the sky. <laughs> sky just farted. So the. You find out that you find out that Isle Nublar is fart out of their faces. You don't know how they stand. You can be doing a headstand. They probably everything farts, otherwise they'd explode. So if so, Isle Nublar, formerly Jurassic Park, formerly Jurassic World, is about to get blown up by a volcano. So you have a bunch of. Greenpeace for dinosaur hippies trying to save all the dinosaurs on it. Then you have a congressional hearing about that for some reason to legislate and rescue action on foreign privately owned soil. And that's the only part that uh, Malcolm, Ian Malcolm's in, right? I've yeah, heard he's, he's in the. He's, I he's, heard he's in the movie for like five seconds. He's having this yeah. peach tea moment. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> granted, <laughs> oh man, I wish he did that accent. <laughs> I'm here. I'm drinking Granny's. <laughs> yeah, so then it turns into Jurassic Park 3 for a little... Which one did they go to the island two. in 2? And then... They went to an island in both. They've been to an island, I think, Actually, all of all them. Three of them yeah. 2 is essentially the same movie as this. They bring, bring back, back to, to the, the mainland. mainland. Oh, because that worked out. And you need Bryce Dallas Howard because her hand scan lets you find the Velociraptor so they can get blue backs that can jam some DNA. And they have smoke. a tracking system on the island, but she's the only one that can activate it. And oh. she's the head greenpeacer, even though she invented the invisible dinosaur. Okay. And so now you got this weird... The big moral conundrum is, do we let these animals die? And the answer is yes. Because they shouldn't be here in the first place. Congress says, let them die. Right. I say, let them go. And then you find out that Hammond cloned his dead daughter. No, no Hammond. Hammond's, Hammond's boy, partner. James Cromwell, cloned his dead daughter. And that's why him and John Hammond split so it's up. even more Resident Evil-y. There's a mansion. And, yeah, sucks. <laughs> they made a like, we're not record. doing it justice. How bad it sucks. But they don't. Alec made the point. They don't lean into how stupid it is. Like they don't it's have fun dumb, and there are parts where it's like almost fun, stupid. But there, then it's like they bring it like no, 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 no. Like this is a serious movie about like moral implications of yeah, like, killing dinosaurs and, and like, blah blah blah. It's, it's like no, it's like, real fucking dumb with it. And like, and this is probably a not a good movie, but at least one that's enjoyable. Right. Like, there are parts that are fun. There's some stuff happening that's fun for a few minutes, but it doesn't, like, embrace it. Right. They made it a laser-guided Velociraptor. An Indoraptor. <laughs> An Indoraptor. They made it so that you could put a laser pointer on you, and then press a Tweety button, and then it would attack. So it turns it, it turns a Velociraptor into a fucking house cat? Yep. Essentially. They stole a plot from the Ninjago movie. Yes. Um... That, that, I was that reading a review of like, oh, thing. Jurassic World, you know, very surprising. It's like a gothic horror movie. I was like, this is a movie about fucking dinosaurs. Like, what are we even talking about? <laughs> it's the Dino Crisis movie we never asked for. So it opens up with like a, a sub, like, God was talking about, a sub goes in to steal part of a bone from the. <laughs> to steal the uh, Indominus Rex's bone. Yeah. His boy bone. He's trying to sneak a bone dude. out, he's trying to sneak a bone in. So they like, they're like a, like a submersible, they cut the bone. Like put it in a little tube and inflates and goes to the surface for them. The sure. says their partners. Sure. To, they skyhook it like uh, Batman. No, they do, do the fucking like? thing for like Metal Gear, uh, fucking yeah, Phantom so Pain. You dart them and you send them yeah. to like recover it. Um, they go back to Mother Base. So there's a really cool scene where they do that. They send the thing up. And they're like, all right, let's get out of here. And like it just cuts to like showing the surface of the water. You see the lights on the sub. And they just go out because you saw an outline of like the underwater dinosaur oh, right yeah, behind it, and it was and it was a cool thing. <laughs> but then like that dinosaur doesn't show up again until the very end of the fuck, like literally like the credits. Like it escapes because something happens. The doors the, door the doors won't <clears throat> shut again because of some malfunction. 
So the T-Rex stepped on the controllers. <clears throat> so this underwater dinosaur gets out, and the thing's like the size of a fucking nuclear sub. This movie sounds like it was written <coughs> by a six-year-old. Like, it just sounds like such a mess. It is a mess. You can't even formulate, like, what it's about. Like, it's, like, so... Like, I mean, it, it's, it's a jumbled pile of ideas to try and get... Yeah, they get get dinosaurs back to America to have a private... Not in my America. Like, have, like, a Taken-esque sex slave auction for dinosaurs. We can't that anybody they're not from trying. Isla Nubar. <laughs> <laughs> they're not no, trying. Isla Nubar doesn't pay, doesn't pay enough tax. <laughs> We're gonna get a great deal with Isla Nubar. <laughs> it's gonna be a fantastic deal. We're gonna, We're get gonna all raise tariffs on all our export dinosaur foods. <laughs> the dinosaurs are gonna pay gonna for the wall. <laughs> <laughs> we got some bad hombres. <laughs> some pterodactyls. Got some bad dinos. <laughs> some bad over-raptors. <laughs> you want your pterodactyls coming over here raping your mother. They're not sending the good dinosaurs. They're sending rapists. They're sending predators. They're sending the best. Yeah, I think you're, our, all, all our you trumps are bad, but your trump is special. <laughs> you just grab them by the cloaca. <laughs> <laughs> Which Willis at first? So I just got you. Uh, so don't go see Jurassic Park. I think everyone should see Fall it. Moving game. on. Yeah. But we need to get the there, there is a fun bit with the, I don't know what it's called, the dinosaur with like the ram for a head, like the... Ram heads. Is that what it's called? Okay. Slam brains. Slam brains. They needed a spiritual scientist to like the whenever they fucking discovered dinosaurs. I don't know. They needed distraction so they let this thing loose and it's like going nuts through the the evil guy auction sex layer. And it's really it's like it's some great shots of like it's just showing the crowd and like people getting like thrown up in the air because it's just like slamming them around. Um. So did you guys know there's a girl veterinarian paleontologist in this, or dinosaur veterinarian in this movie from I, the trailers? I only knew from the YouTube videos I watched, mm-hmm. yeah. I didn't know. So when she showed up, like, right at the beginning, I was like, oh, she's gonna die. Like, that's the whole point. She's not in any of the trailers. Nope. Oh. Made it through the whole movie. I wonder how she went to dinosaurs. I wonder how she made it through dinosaur veterinary school without ever seeing a dinosaur. Yeah. But she successfully... She successfully triages the Velociraptor with a bullet wound by transferring blood from a Tyrannosaur into it. Okay. Yeah. A, a, I, I did hear one of the dumbest things I I, I heard. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no. Don't apologize. Is that there's a part in the end where they have to give a give blood to Blue, right? Yes. But the the guy goes. It ha- we, the blood has to be from a three finger three finger carnivore. carnivore. Yeah. What? Why? <laughs> like, huh? Otherwise it won't match. Oh. Yeah, because you get blood from an amputee, you'll die. Shit. <laughs> I um. need a five-fingered mediator. You should keep all your stump blood. There's a part where they sneak onto this boat that's fleeing this exploding island by ramping a fucking truck off a dock into the back of the boat, and no one decides to check that particular truck to see if... Why is this? Then you see a Brachiosaurus get burned alive by lava. Correct. They run across an island in the course of about 30 seconds. Like, Everything's exploding. Yeah, like... Like, this movie's just fuck. It's fucking dumb, and it's not dumb in a fun way. It's no. just dumb as fuck. Buffalo Bill might be the best part of this entire film. Does he play Muldoon? Basically. But <laughs> evil Muldoon. Oh. Was it regular Muldoon sort of? No, Muldoon was just a... He was conflicted. He was misguided. <laughs> Moving on. That's it. Sure. Uh, I'm going to keep this brief because I can get up in like five hours. Yeah, I watched 10 Things I Hate About You. That's still great. Uh, fight movie. me in uh, real life if you don't like it. I like that movie. I was just reading an article about that the other day. Right. I love that movie. I love that movie. I haven't seen it forever, I have, but I used to love it. That Heath Ledger? Yeah. Yeah. That movie's good. I have okay. a huge soft spot for like all of those like late 90s, early 2000s like teen comedies. Yeah. Like I, Especially not another teen movie. A not another team. That's the best one. No, the one that I love the most is fucking can't hardly wait. You get in that that phone booth and tell Barry Manilow how you feel. And it's one of those things where Sean, you and I talked about this recently. I forget about what movie, but like, it's a movie where I can't objectively look at those films. Like they're too tied into nostalgia. Like it's it clouds my. You know what I mean? I can't stand by and go. Well, you know. Yeah. What's her face? I thought used to be like really attractive in a weird sort of way, and now she looks atrocious. What was her name? She's in all the Bourne movies. Oh, yeah. Julia, Julia Stiles. Yeah, she's got a, like, a she weird stone odd. face. Stave the last yeah. Like an actual stone, like an yeah. Easter Island. No, she looks <laughs> She looks like fucking what's-his-name after they get bitten in Game of Thrones. Got the grayscale. <laughs> what's it called? This is Jorma Mormon. Damn. Jorma Mormon. 
Uh, I watched uh, The Burbs, which is great. Oh, man. I watched watch that movie. Good movie. Movie. Oh, yeah. It's on Netflix or Amazon now? Yeah. I just saw it. I love that movie. Jim Dante's the best. Solid movie. Satan is good. Satan is our pal. Uh, <laughs> and I watched Blade Runner 2049 again, which I've now seen seven times. My yeah. God. It's on HBO Go now. I just... Like, I don't know anybody. Well, I just... Like, I just... Large, my right. biggest complaint about that movie is that Blu-ray cover is so bad. It's awful. It's the worst. Especially, like, when you go, just go anywhere, like, Google that movie, yeah. and there's 8,000 amazing artists that have done, but like, I think the posters. Blade Runner and Mad Max are the two most recent movies that I've watched, like, a shitload. Like, I've watched yeah. both of them a ton I mean, of Fury times. Road? No, I mean, The Mad Max. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Fury Road. Yeah, I watch that, like, every other week. I don't even talk about it on the show. Do they keep you in a cell? Oh, that's so good. Uh, Teagles. Okay, I will also keep this brief. I only watched one thing. One thing? I watched David Cronenberg's Spider, which Man, Spider-Man. Yeah, I'm Spider-Man. so fucking happy. That, like, I was just watching, I don't even remember what it was. I was watching something else, and, like, the the guy, it was, like, some YouTube video, and the, the host was just, like, <coughs> he just randomly said shit, like, uh, about movies with unreliable narrators. And yeah. he's, like, and he just, out of the blue, he just goes, like David Cronenberg's Spider, and I'm like, I don't know what that is. So I googled it, and I see it's oh, it's a psychological horror film that fucking David Cronenberg made with fucking uh, Ray Fiennes. I'm yeah, like, him. okay, like I'm in. Yeah, like, this sounds interesting. Man, this movie is so fucking good. Oh, the other fun thing was, um, as soon as I googled it, it's on it's on HBO Go. Yeah. So I was like, oh sweet, I don't even have to like try, you know, I don't have to find some secure way to watch it. So I can make up words too. My it was so fucking. You do often. I mean, that's kind of your bit, isn't it? <laughs> that's all you got. Oh um, god, don't bring much to take. It's this movie is a must watch. Well, this is a fantastic. Like honestly, I've seen how many spiders are in it. A lot of David. There's actually none. Thank goodness, I'm scared. So, so the so the movie basically it's a it's a pretty simple uh, simple premise, uh, kind of a like it's it's got more layers to it. Obviously, as you get into it, but it's real onion. Ray Fiennes is this really disturbed man that's been in an asylum for like the majority of his life. You don't know exactly how long. You just know it's been a long time. So the movie picks up, and he's literally getting off a train, and he's moving into like. Uh, I don't know if the right word would be like a halfway house, but basically like a place where like re- you get reacquainted with society. Yeah, but like he's living with a bunch of like yeah, it kind of it doesn't have a bathroom or a kitchen. It's just bedroom. I think it's a half house. He's living. <laughs> he's living with half. He's got half a toilet. The, the people in the house that are with him are also people that aren't quite all there. And Sounds he, safe. And they're trying to like also like they, they you get the impression that they also. <laughs> You know, spent time in institutions, and they're also like just barely back into the into the world. And from there, so so automatically, it's it's fucking weird. Like the the opening shot of this movie is fucking brilliant because it's just this train station, and all these regular people just get off the train, and they're having conversations, and everything's normal. And then, like at the very end of the line of people coming out, is Ray Fiennes, who just doesn't look like anybody else that got out of that train. He's by himself. He's weird. He's like twitching. He's like he just looks off. He looks like ten years beyond everybody else, like in the way he's dressed. Did he rob it? He's got like these fuck. Like he has this thing where it took me a second to even realize what the fuck he was doing. He's got like an overcoat, but then underneath he has like ten fucking like buttoned-up collared shirts, which forms like it looks like a fucking like pastry around his <laughs> neck. And anyway, so that alone, like right there, you're like, what is this? Actually, I'm sorry, I fucked up. Even before that, the opening credit crawl is just these weird, like, stains on a wall as the, the you know, the director yeah. credits and the acting credits go by. But they look kind of like Rorschach tests. Like, yeah. they're, but it, it's a, it's really cool. Like, I don't even know where he came, like, how Cronenberg came up with this idea, but it's like, automatically it sets you in this mindset of, like, you're looking for something that might not be there. Right. And that's a, that automatically sets the entire tone of the movie because that's what the whole movie's about kind of looking at things in a different way and maybe seeing things that aren't there and anyway so the whole movie is uh, uh, Ray finds you find out that he his nickname as a child was Spider and there's some kind of traumatic event that happened in his childhood um, Peter uh, what's his name Peter Byrne 
The guy Gabriel from, Byrne. Gabriel Byrne plays his father. He's yeah. fantastic. Another performance Shocker. where he gets to use in flashback or something. In flashback. Okay. <laughs> um, he he gets to use his normal accent, which yeah. I always think is great. Um, I don't want to give too much away because it's, it's it's like a real simple movie at its core, but like the the twist in the movie is really phenomenal. Kind of kind of ruins things <clears> by <throat> telling you it was an unreliable narrator from the jump. But yeah, I mean, was that like? Were you? I guess you already fed down that path. You it, already kind of saw it coming. Well, you know, my personal theory is like no good movie can really be spoiled. If it's good, you're gonna like it no matter what. Right. But I, I love this movie. I think everything about it was a ten. I think the fucking acting was unbelievable. I thought the direction was really good. The way that they tell the story, because I told you it was a flashback, but they don't even frame it like that. It's not like. Ray Fine says like two things in the whole movie, mm-hmm. and when when I say it's a flashback, they just cut to these like Gabriel Byrne and his mom, which you find out through contextual clues. He's there as an old man. He's just like in the frame, like in the scene. It's fucking weird. There's a there's a sequence where this woman and Gabriel Byrne, like Gabriel Byrne, is cheating on his wife with this woman, Gabriel Byrne. and she goes under this bridge and jerks him off, nice. and then it cuts back. And Ray Fiennes is his father, and it's just like, well, what? Like, I don't, it's just so fucking cool and unnerving, and like the best kind of psychological kind of like uh, fucks you up kind of movie because it's not over the top. Yeah, I gotta get it. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I don't know. You're a big idiot. But How many laser guided dinosaurs did it have? S- sadly, none. But it's oh, this movie past sucked. It is very, very, very good. I highly recommend it. And I'm sh- punch that script up. I'm shocked. Like a laser guided Ray Fonz. Absolutely shocked. I've never heard of it or seen this movie before. As a big Cronenberg fan, like they turn into some sort of TV goop monster. It's like I said. It's it's very grounded. Like the the twist in the movie is. It, again, it's more about kind of a person's mental state and what you construct around it. Like, in a weird way, it's like a more subtle, like, Mulholland Drive. Like, it, it kind of has a similar kind of feel in a weird way, but I, I loved it. I, I think it was fucking brilliant. And why people don't talk about this movie as much as, like, some other more well-known fucking Cronenberg movies like Scanners, which is a good movie, fuck you. Um, it's not bad. Uh... But it's it's great. I mean, David Cronin works great, so that's all. Go watch Spider. It's on HBO Go. You will not regret it. It's on HBO Gonenberg. <laughs> or for me on PlayStation, it's on HBO Now. Because HB Bros. It's very good. Yeah, Alec wants to start an HBO podcast. Yeah. I like it. The Heavy Boy Originals. That's a Heavy Boy production. Heavy Uncles presents. So what, so what do we watch tonight, guys? I don't think they can get the no. initials or HBO. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That was the joke. <laughs> Heavy Boy Originals, HBO. Oh, I didn't get it at all. Idiots. I got it. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. You did not lie. You did not. We watched Cue the Winged Serpent, a movie that took us to dizzying highs and then somehow higher. You got the juice now, Cue. How did you even come across this movie? Well, when we were Because he didn't know what a kaiju was, so he just Googled it and saw this box and bought it. That's 100% correct. Holy shit, the Orioles won. Nope. No, they didn't. Yeah, they did. No, they oh, didn't. I read this wrong. <laughs> they lost. Go Zach figure. Britton blew the save. Go figure. Way to sink your trade value, Zach. But yeah, yeah thanks for that. We are talking about Kaiju. I was like, typing Kaiju movies, and this thing popped up. I was like, all right, that'll play. And it was $8 on Amazon, so here we are. For the record, I wouldn't call this a Kaiju movie. No. Really? Why not? This is a police procedural. Yeah, I mean, just I guess, like Maniac Cop. I guess it's an extra big ass monster. Yeah, it kind of is, but like, I feel like kaiju, like, like Inframan is a kaiju movie because it's about like guys fighting monsters. So this, the monster is like totally incidental to like, the plot of like the movie. Like King Kong isn't a kaiju movie. No, it's not. No. no. I mean, it, it, it like barely could be. I again, like, it's fine. I get where you're going, but I. I'm just saying, like... Oh, shit, man. I, I thought there'd be more monster. I don't know. I'm a blind ball. It's fine. It's fine. Keep going. But anyway, so the movie is all about this... Uh, <laughs> I, I can't wait to hear this. What is this movie about? This movie's about a tyrannical Mexican immigrant that murders a bunch of New Yorkers. Oh. <laughs> I get it. Right? So, uh, the, movie, the movie opens strong with a window washer getting beheaded and then... 
uh, toplessness, and then that girl getting eaten to pieces, and then blood dripping everywhere. And then we get to meet David Carradine and Richard Roundtree. No, the topless girl gets killed second. Right. The window washer got killed. You said. said. Oh. So, so you got depacketated. Right, you got depacketated. I'm an athlete. Um, so... Rackson Caracas. <laughs> the Fracas the disputed baby. That's how they say it in the movie. Yeah. Uh, the, uh... So now, Richard Roundtree. <laughs> that movie is underrated. It really if you don't like the slam and salmon, fuck you. It's pretty good. Uh, so, so now Richard Roundtree and uh, and Kung Fu are, are are investigating both these fifty-story beheadings and. And death juicings, but also a guy that was skinned alive. Yeah, maybe <laughs> skinned alive and then roasted on his back. Yeah, like yeah, he looked like he was skinned he alive like he and was roasted. Like, he was like some delicious pit meat. The best part of that scene is like there's some bellboy that's like, no, kid, you don't need to see this and he anymore. Gives, he gives this look like he's like. I don't know what the look was. It was like kind of mild indifference. Like he wasn't horrified and he wasn't upset. I don't think David Carradine realizes the cameras are on this entire movie. I think that David Carradine got paid in Jack Daniels <laughs> in this movie. <laughs> so now we've got a count. We've got like sort of a a, a, a parallel plot oh, where is that what a bunch up? a bunch of gangsters question mark are yeah like low level. Peking duck and planning a diamond heist. Hey, hey, watch, oh. watch it on that cashew chicken. Ooh. Oh, so uh, Bill Burr robs a diamond store, ditches the diamonds, runs to his, runs to the office of his lawyer, who's in the Chrysler Building. Yeah. But his lawyer's door's locked. So then he just runs to the belfry of the Chrysler Building, or whatever you call that top bits. Spire. Spire. And then he finds a Q-Egg. Figured he'd just climb to the top so he could get that map area open so he could see all the objectives. <laughs> that a fucking nice. Awesome. Joke. Also a Far Cry joke. But yeah, it's a very popular mechanic in video games. Ubisoft loves it. So now, uh, he gets up there, he whips his dick out, it's a corpse assails him. <laughs> he literally does, I thought you were making a joke I thought about it. No, he literally does whip, whip his, his dick, dick out. out. He does a, Sean pointed this out, he did a walking pee for some <laughs> reason. Like, he's okay. taking a leak and then he just starts, like, wandering around. I don't, do you guys do that when you pee? You start walking literally around. Like, I want to be Arnold's moving. <laughs> I start, when I wake up in the morning, I start pissing as, as soon as I get out of the bed. I continue until I get to the toilet. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> He's done before he even yeah. gets there. That's the floor's all sticky. Yeah. Oh, that pecum. So now <laughs> it's just pronounced called the pea silent. Shit. So now to tell this from common Thailand. So then he gets scared. So like a nice a fucking uh, a skeleton with a bracelet assaults him. He freaks out, but then he remembers to put his penis away. And then he goes to his girlfriend's house, I think? Guys, isn't making a joke. They literally take the time for him to put his dick away in the movie, which is pretty... At some point, a construction worker's wife makes him a sandwich, which gets stolen from him, then he gets eaten off a roof. That's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, we're following a series of Mexican mythology, human sacrifices, and bumbling criminal idiocy... Throughout the city for a weird middle, a weird soft middle second act. Yeah, but it uh, comes into a super police procedural. It's a, it's a. I, to say that it's a soft middle is giving it, I think, too much credit. Yeah, I is, have a soft middle. This it, movie is it fucking is, trash is for about soggy. It is like a box full of graham crackers soaked in a pool. Like it's just, it's just. So Q's not. So Q's not doing a whole lot until some push-up girl watches the dude get snatched out of a pool from a roof. Yeah, what the fuck was that scene? There's like, uh, look at it. She wanted him to watch her do push-ups. Like, what else is and he was super bored. He was just like, what is this? I mean, fuck I, this you shit. don't watch people get, exercise. Yeah, I get bored when girls ask me to watch them do stuff. How often? I play real sports when trying to best at exercise. <laughs> mm. So everybody on rooftops is like. Getting doomed up, and, and David Carradine's trying to figure out. David Carradine's trying to talk to this Mexican professor about what's happening in the spirit realm. And Richard Roundtree's he's having none of it. He's not a Mexican, Mexican professor. Right? He's a professor. Yeah, he's not a. That guy was clearly not Mexican. He was white as fuck. Filipino. But it's like being a physics professor. Right, but you wouldn't say Mexican. I just did. Mm. Okay. So. 
Now, <laughs> yeah, but Mexican isn't an area of discipline. Like it was for that professor. It's not just called Mexican. <laughs> what what, is, what <laughs> did you major in, Mexican? Mexican what? They're just Mexican. All of just it. Mexican. <laughs> Mexican's easy, baby. Don't just all as a real. See, Donald Trump sounds just like Bruce Willis. That was more of a Keanu Reeves, I think. But either way, what's La Pazaria? La Pazaria, the shoe store. Ah, ah. So now, how do um, you know that? Because I took Spanish. And there's a website that's called like Zapados that sells shoes. Just called Zapados. Keep going. Anyway, (laughs) he's right. (laughs) You're racist now. God, finish Zapados. So now. So you now got, this you got two minutes. Finish. This, this Mexican New York dragon's eating everybody. David Carradine doesn't get it. Richard Roundtree doesn't get it. The crook's like, yo, I want a million beans. I want a fucking pardon for life. I want all the rights. I'll take you to the nest. So they take a fucking they, they do assault on pre-saint monster <laughs> face and they send everybody up the elevator and shoot this they shoot they, they abort a baby, uh a, a, a Mexican serpent egg baby, uh, to death. And then they try and double cross dude on the deal, but he's like, fuck that, I'm calling my lawyer, and then I'm gonna go fight with my maybe wife, and then that's not gonna work, I'm gonna go to a flop house. But they stay at the Chrysler building, and they have a shootout with the Winged Serpent, which I think they killed to death. Yeah, the Winged Serpent, which they continuously call a bird. Like, I wonder if the special effect was supposed to look completely different than what it did in the final. I mean, there's a lot of feathers in this movie for that thing to not have Well, they keep... They call it... Sweet D's face on the front. It's just a giant bird. They call it... They they call it... They plumed... Sir plumed yeah. serpent, and yeah. it, that would indicate that it has feathers. It There's has no, no feathers. No. So he's throwing cops off the roof into a spirit dimension okay. where nothing so makes when sense. He was, when, he, when you say he's throwing cops, it's it cuts to the fucking claymation monster throwing little claymation people across the city. It's fucking like hilarious. At a, like, a green screen. It looks like, like Gumby and Pokey bullshit. It's fucking hilarious. So eventually they down the big bird, and then... So that a mime cop tracks uh, the death professor, but not the same professor, like a death wizard, to the scene from the end of Raiders of the Lost Ark. I don't even know how they got on this guy, but it turns out it's Charlie's landlord from It's Always Sunny Philadelphia, yeah, and um, he's the guy that's been skinning people voluntarily to bring back the death serpent from the skies, and he takes like eight bullets yeah, at least. Well, he gets shot in the shoulder, but then when they cut to the front of him, it's coming out of his, his head. brains. And then he gets shot like six more times. Then David Carradine goes, man, that guy doesn't die easy. So Easily, <laughs> So David Carradine and Bill Burr have a little chuckle up about lady problems and future job prospects. They go their separate race, but not before... Separate race. But, sorry. But not before David Carradine decides to put the that do not disturb... Chinese no, not do not disturb. No, please, please make up room. Please make up room. So that some maybe he gets have a maybe. fucking heart attack. So he's gonna clean up this dead person. <laughs> and that's it. And that's cue the winged serpent. Oh, what a fucking. And then they find another egg. Or they, oh yeah, oh yeah. There's a stinger. They find another egg. So there's, there's a, a stinger pre- that's in the. There's movie. a pre-credit stinger. The first. It was actually, yeah, it was actually a pre-movie stinger because that was the scene that opened the movie. Yeah, that was right. The, that well, it was the 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 um. Menu. Uh, oh, is that what it was? Yeah. All I know is this movie, we yelled it to do things, and it did it. I yeah. said, I asked for tits, it did tits. Like, immediately. So, the Sean asked for the dude's dick to come out, the dick came out. The first thing I want to say about... No. The first thing I want to say about this movie is that the Blu-ray has no subtitles. I have never seen a Blu-ray without subtitles. I only had chapters. Well, how much less without animated menus? <laughs> um... You were talking about the tit scene? It's so, like, fucking... They just, zoom in on that nipple. They oh, zoom in, and she is just like, rubbing it in, and it's so fucking over the top. I even called how the plot would work out, where dude would get in the mix of up and then show him where the nest was. Alright. Uh, it's late, so let's just go into Five Knuckle Shuffles, and we'll All talk right. about our, our specific points of the film. Gogs. Ten. It's perfect. Oh Jesus, you're out of your goddamn mind. <laughs> Who's amazing? I'll show everybody. And fucking Repo Man is like a five. <laughs> it was a seven. I just don't understand. Repo Man was a seven. 
There's no way this movie is a 10. Who's a 10? You're crazy. I'm planting my flag, I'll die on this hill. What about the fucking 45 minutes of nothing you in know the middle what? of this movie? Yeah, the, the fucking death of a salesman for like <laughs> the, the majority of the movie. One, you need to explore the character's development. Oh, Two, God. It's like any good meal, you need, you need a cleansing course. <laughs> Not in the middle of the movie. Right. <laughs> It's like after appetizer, eat this three-gallon bucket of sherbet. Sherbet? That's how it's sherbet. Really? There's no other R in it. There's only one R. It's sherbet. Really? Yup. It's just like a... I gotta Google that. Son of a bitch. Reading is for dummies. This sounds like when George Takai... Sherbet was selling what I would say when I was trying to make a joke. George Takai said guacamole. He said that was the perimeter... The perimeter... I can't talk about it. Sherbert. Yep. It rhymes with Herbert. Right? What kind of off-brand sherbet were you eating? You were fucking Murray's sherbet. The Wikipedia took me to Sherbert and then it says it all is stoned with no R. Yep. No. Oh. Sherbet is a pillow pal bear made by Thai. Sherbet. A frozen dessert made of fruit. Do you mean sorbet? Sherbet. Sherbet. So it's a 10, huh? Also spelled as Sherbert. Oh, thank God. So you need you need to, to a character development or a character that doesn't have character. Ten. Yeah, but you don't always get those. You're just, you're, you're just an insult to tens. I'm gonna die on this hill. Clearly. This works in the Ruby Rose thing. Alec. Two. <laughs> That's a lot harsher than I thought. It's a polarizing film. <laughs> yeah, this is gonna be our, our biggest polarizing film. If you slashed the middle 40 minutes out, this probably would have been a seven or an eight. Agreed. But for fuck's sake, it just like... Movie's only like, 90 minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> no. We, were, we were into it. Yeah, like, it's, it's, we were engaged, loving it. And then at one point I looked around and... Out of the four of us, three are on their phones and God's just staring. Just, <laughs> just happy. Just like loving it. So, but it's just, it just, it dies. It yeah, fucking, yeah. like. There's a bit of a slowdown. A bit. We <laughs> <laughs> should have been 50 minutes long. Yeah. It should have been basically like a TV episode. It's a kind of the, way, the way it starts, you think it'd be 50 minutes long because <laughs> it literally starts with that guy getting his head bit off. Like, it doesn't even explain. Yeah, and then we're doing, like, jazz auditions at 8 in the morning. <laughs> yeah, it's all this other crazy shit. There's a diamond heist that goes off The first three 10 seconds. minutes are so fucking insane. You're like, what the hell is even going on? And then it's just like... Oh. And then it stops and turns oh. into the movie about this little cuck-like thief that oh. doesn't know what to do. Mm, cuck thief? He's a beta. He's not really a cuck. Well, if, if, if Carradine tried to get his girl, he would have been a cuck. David well, Carradine might have choked himself to death getting his girl. Mm. Um... But yeah, like, it just absolutely died. And then it picked back up in the last 20 minutes of bonkers like again. Story great. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was kind of exciting. <laughs> died for a while. And then got, got exciting again. That's true. That's Christianity in a nutshell. <laughs> um, so basically, Q the Winged Serpent is an allegory for Christianity. Well, he's a, he's a, he's a god. Small joke. Yeah, oh, like, yeah, that wow. is a way. They, that's right. They they did imply that he, that thing is a deity. Yeah, because <laughs> that Irish cop didn't want to kill a god. You kill a big bird. <laughs> <laughs> I need you to destroy that report of that drawing you made. Trogdor <laughs> doodle. Yeah, this movie's not good. It had such promise. It had such promise at the beginning. If you, if you know what, if somebody did like a fan edit and cut this down to like a half an hour, it could be. But literally, you just slash out a big chunk right in the middle. You don't need to like the way it's cut anyway. Like, don't hey, I want to be a no. big man for once, and why won't you let me have this one? <laughs> yeah, it turns into like Fredo's story. It's like, <laughs> what the fuck is this? So two. I knew it was you, Q. Uh, Sean. Uh, oh, sorry. Sean. Oh, Sean J. Sean J. Uh, four. This has the same kind of maniac cop problem from the same director, where it I starts think... off interesting and then just fucking turns into the cheapest, most boring police procedural. I think four is worse than a two. Four is yeah, that I mean, it's almost, range. it's almost good enough to be totally forgettable. See, oh, look at that big-ass spider. Oh, that's big. Remember that movie, Big-Ass Spiders? I do. Yeah. It's fun. Uh, this movie's, like, super boring. Like, it starts out, like... Like... It's... Oh. It is like Coke. It's like, you start out super strong, and then it spends, like, the next, like, day and a half just kind of crashing. It does say, uh... What was it? Ascertain more times oh, yeah, than I've ever heard in a film. 
Huh? They do love ass They love ass or tape. I love ass or tape. Nice. Mm. That's my favorite new game Love show. Bastards. Eight. Pick one. Yeah, right in the middle. Let me just lick that gooch. <laughs> Teagles. Uh, this is a tough one for me. No, it's not. Yeah, I don't. I don't hate it nearly as much as you two, but I don't love it as much as him. I'm giving it a six. It's a six for me, dog. Still, you and Sean are both right in that four, five, six. Yeah, that's, that's like the pick. dead zone. I mean, yeah. like, I really like Didn't the, elicit an emotion the, in you. The beginning... 7.3 average score, not bad. The beginning is a lot of fun. Lower my the end, one. like, I'm sorry, but you guys know that one of my favorite things in movies is, is the dummy, dummy drop. Well, the end's great, but it's and only this, two minutes long. This movie has fucking gumby drops. This is like a new thing for us. But yeah, the, the fucking... Oh, and also the, like, gore effects are, like... Shockingly well done. Yeah, like yeah that's skinning. They keep showing scenes where people are getting skinned, and it looks fucking awesome. That one corpse that they find washed up on the the shore looks fucking amazing. Yeah. But then you have the worst like stop motion. Like Ray Harryhausen would be like, "What is this fucking bullshit?" Like it, the the monster looks so bad, and they do this like fake shadow thing. Like the the logic of the movie doesn't make any sense. You you got this fucking huge-ass bird lizard thing flying around New York. Nobody sees it, except for tons of people in the street that constantly see it. No, they don't see it. They see all the fucking shrapnel that's left over. What's the headline? Bird, giant bird, eludes photographer. Photographs don't prove existence of giant bird. Um, they, they have, like, like, for some reason you have this, like, murder plot in this movie that doesn't make any fucking sense. You better bring Q back to life, man. But he's already to life. life. Yeah, but still. That, uh, like, why do you keep, keep having to sacrifice to people to make more cues? He seems fine. Maybe every time you jam there's a no, knife. There's no male cue to impregnate female cue. Right. That's so every that's time somebody gets get murdered, that up. fertilizes an egg. Right, every time bell wings. Yeah. Rain of fire. Alright, we're almost in an hour. Alright. It, it's just... It's Even what they paid for. It's a fucking mess. Um, and it's not... Again, like... The fucking middle is just so bad. Whereas the beginning had so much promise. It's, it's just, a little soft. A lot of our middles are bad. It's just... It, I don't know. It, it started out very hot and then just... Like, it was just not... Not what I wanted it to be. I was very excited at first. Because it felt like Inframan. Because it's got all the hallmarks. It's got weird cuts. Yeah. It doesn't make any fucking sense. It's going full speed. But it's like an American Inframan because it's got sex shit in it. You know, <laughs> like the Asian, like a lot of those like seventies Asian movies. Like there's like no sex. She is my girlfriend. I love her. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, except for fucking Chinese connection. Oh yeah. Just like the weirdest <laughs> sex. Well, it's still pixelated dollars over there. Yeah, but that's like much later. Like if you watch like the early sixties and seventies stuff, there's not a lot of. Sex. Well, they're not a pixelated. Yet. Oh, is, is that what it was? They turned to the guy just holding the thing. Yeah. Um, just not blur out them dogs. I mean, but like some of the sequences. Oh, the other thing, like that guy, so the, to the whole setup to whole getting. Country, ghost penis. The whole setup to getting the tits was this guy who looks like a young Steven Spielberg. He's got like a fucking old school, like, uh, I don't even know what you call it. Like it's a like telescope? A almost. Yeah. And like he's looking at it and he's watching this girl like take off her top and he's like, woo! And then she gets eaten and he's he doesn't like scream or go, oh my god, he just like looks he like does like a double take like a cartoon. <laughs> like he like wipes his eyes and looks back through the face. He's on fapping. I mean, I I don't know. Like I store that in the space. Sean said it while we were watching. It's like, where's the fucking full tilt where's the behind the scenes <laughs> documentary on this? Where's the full tilt boogie on this movie? Like, I, I really need to read more Larry Cohen interviews, because that guy must be, like, a psychopath. Yeah. He's probably dead, but... Nice anyway, alive. he's still alive. He also wrote Phone Booth. Really? Yeah. The and cellular. You know, I think for phones for a minute. Yeah. Phone Booth is a movie that, like, I wanted to love, and then it, then the payoff is so Well, it's weak. also a direct lift for a movie that came out, like, two years before that. Oh, is that right? Called Liberty Sandstill with the Fiorentino was. It's not just, like, the same exact plot. Is it good? Better than Phone Booth. Yeah, Phone Booth has a very weak ending. And it's a movie that, like, is built around its ending. Yeah. It sucks. Alright, so what's next month, everybody? Hugh Lai. Hugh Lai. So this is all... saying and Hugh Jackman. We're watching the goddamn... Fucking, uh... Um, Showman. Oh, man. 100%. It's the greatest show. Who gets the first pick? I want to get the first pick. Alright. Because I'm... Thinking we might be able to do it next week on the 4th of July because my movie's long as shit. 
Oh no. What are, what are you picking? Australia. Oh, oh no. no. Isn't that long end a musical? It's not a musical. No, but oh, my, my pick is. What? The Miserables. <laughs> Are we late late? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> TJ might kill himself. Come on, man. We're not watching late Miz. Oh, that's God's pick. God damn it. I might have to. I might have to pull my fucking card on that one. Don't make us watch late Miz. Come I, on. Make me not. Make me. Make me offer. <laughs> What's worth to you? Lame Miz. Don't worry, you won't be there for your episode anyway. So okay, whatever week you decide not to do it, we'll just say this is God's week. I'm not sure. You and we'll go watch what something. Movie awesome. I'm gonna watch. I might just commit I'm to that pick. one. Chappie. Real oh, Steel. Ooh, Ch- Real Steel. Real Steel is yeah. probably the one I'm gonna pick. Chappie, I feel like is not. It's just, he's not in it very much. It's not very good. No, I thought he was. He's the villain. Yeah, but he's oh. like yeah. prisoners. Chippy. Prisoners is a good. good movie. Pick that instead of fucking Lay Miz. Nope, pick Lay Miz. Oh. No. God. Why? Happy feet. I'm out on Les Mis. I've never seen Les Mis. You, you don't... You've never seen any version of it? No. It's only one of the, the most like popular That's stories. That's the version I've ever seen. I have no idea what it's about. The, the movie? movie? Yeah. Really? Swordfish is... You don't know what it's about? No. How is that possible? we got to watch Swordfish. That's where you get the blown oh, wise happen. Dude, we should <laughs> watch Swordfish. There's your pick. Swordfish. Oh, there's your pick. There's your pick. No, I'm going to pick that robot fighting movie. Then that's Sean's pick. I picked the great show. You already said. I picked Australia. Oh All my right. god, you picked like. <laughs> I think. Uh, oh man. Oh, we're gonna kill DJ. Why didn't we pick. Why didn't we do this one for Pride Month? <laughs> uh, anyway. Well, Alright, everybody. He's Gene Vilgene. Yeah. You know that's not right. Ooh, you know what? Maybe, <laughs> maybe we'll watch Pan. <laughs> I mean, I would rather watch Pan than Australia. I wouldn't mind watching Pan because that's supposed to be like colossal. minutes long. I'm not watching a two and a half hour music. <laughs> you do get to hear Anne Hathaway and fucking Russell Crowe belt out songs. It's a Russell Crowe. It's Russell Crowe saying I'm fat by Michael Jackson or by uh, Weird Al Yankovic. By Michael Jackson. Yeah, but. Uh, Alright, everybody. Well, <laughs> gear up for Hugh Live. Jesus. Not gonna be as great a month as TJ thought originally. I don't think <laughs> I thought it was Hugh Jackson movie. I don't think I'm Hugh gonna Jackson make, movie. I don't think Hugh I'm Jackson, make the Browns coach. <laughs> Hugh Jackson. <laughs> Could watch some of his game films. Uh, oh, God. Him coach. I'm dreading this. This is gonna be awful. It's got a Borat. Borat said like this. I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, he plays the. The orphanage person. <laughs> my what? <laughs> my, my orphans. <laughs> I don't know, he's a cop, maybe. Fucking I don't know. Lame is. Get out of here. And <laughs> uh, HBC's in it. <laughs> Show Michaels. HBC. Let me HBK. Alright, everybody. That's in my WWE baby spin off. Oh, man. Bye, I'm leaving. Loop up, boys. Uh, Bye. Bye. Bye.